One Fund, on point for today, the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. This is the ETF of the week, where we look at what's new and different, what's trending, what's changing, what's getting better, and what should be in your portfolio. And we do all of that with Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, which has a suite of tools that's going to help you not only figure out which things you want to be looking at, but how they actually fit into your portfolio. It'll make you a better investor in exchange-traded funds. It's vetify.com. Tom Lydon, great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The IMGP DBI Managed Future Strategy ETF, ticker symbol DBMF. DBMF, the IMGP DBI Managed Futures Strategy ETF. And of course, the initials have more to do with who's running it. The important thing here is the Managed Futures Strategy. It's the kind of fun that not everybody is going to understand how it works, certainly not from the name, but it's also a fund that you might want in certain types of market conditions. So why this fund now? The essence here, Chuck, is managed futures targeting equity markets, targeting fixed income markets, targeting commodities markets, and targeting currency markets. Where we are today in the market, as we've just wrapped up the third quarter, is this, and, and everyone knows it. We have challenges in equity markets. We have challenges in fixed income markets. We've seen a little bit of volatility in the currencies for sure. And then commodities have had moments of brilliance as well. So what these managers are tasked with is being on the right side of each of those trades, and they can do that through futures. So fast forward to today, it's interesting because most of the recent performance in this ETF has not been in equities and has not been in commodities, but it's been in currencies. And when you talk about currencies, we have seen another nice move in the U.S. dollar versus foreign currencies. Some currencies have gotten hurt pretty badly. The Japanese yen has really been hurt versus the U.S. dollar. And one of the biggest positions that this ETF has is a short position on the Japanese yen futures. You and I probably wouldn't do that on our own. And when you think about ETFs and you think about active management, here's something to consider, especially where we are based in this current market. In addition, as the Fed continues to signal higher for longer interest rates, this I think is taking some people by surprise. And with that, they're able to go in and be short futures on the fixed income side and then profit from them as we continue to see higher interest rates. So all in, when you look at the exposure, just from a ballpark standpoint, over half of the exposure in this ETF is short bonds or fixed income. Almost a quarter is short currencies. And then the remaining amount is short international and emerging markets, a little bit long on commodities and U.S. equities. But that being said, Chuck, that can change at any time. Andrew Beer, who's the portfolio manager, is one of the 
smartest people in the managed future space. He's been at this for a while. They have a, a good, really solid long-term track record. And the whole idea here is it should not be a 60-40 world anymore. We've seen a whole variety of different strategies, active strategies that have come to market that will help, A, hopefully provide alpha the way these folks have, but also provide less volatility as you introduce these types of strategies to your core portfolios. Tom, there is a percentage of our audience who they hear you mention a ticker, they go to look it up. And by this time, if they've been looking up the performance of this fund while you've been talking, they're questioning your sanity just a little bit because year to date, this fund is down. It suffered a precipitous drop in the early spring or as we were getting to springtime. And it has been significantly up since then. In fact, it crossed its 200 day moving average fairly recently. So how do you balance that out? Because this is not a fund that should be compared to the market. But in a year when the market, even though it's been led by just a handful of stocks, is up about 20%, it's a tough buy to say, oh, yeah, it'll diversify your portfolio. But oh, by the way, it's been down thus far. So, Chuck, that's really good. And I'm glad you brought it up. This fund and what you should think about, what's the objective here? Target some of the largest commodity trading advisor hedge funds. When you think about those hedge funds, they do not perform in line with the market. It's an alternative strategy. The whole idea about alts, it doesn't do great when the market does well. It doesn't do great when the bond market does well. It does well when markets don't do well. And when you think about current strategies today, a lot of advisors are concerned about the future of the equities market. They're concerned about volatility. They're really concerned about valuations, especially in, in the large cap. So that's something to think about. And then on the bond side, the fact that it's higher for longer on the rate side, they weren't expecting that. A lot of people were thinking that by next summer, we'd see lower rates than we have now. Some people are thinking that there's a chance we may not see rate cuts at all in 2024. That's not what people plan for. So with that in mind, and especially when you look at the fact that it's just gone above its 200-day average and you've got some uncertainty, this is a great strategy for trend followers. It's a great opportunity that if you've got some money on the sidelines and you want to hedge, you can actually put it into a hedge strategy, but also hedge it yourself by using the trend line. Absolutely. You know, in all of this, here's the funny thing, Tom. Want to know how changed the market is? Can you imagine a fund just two, two and a half years ago that's got a current yield of just under 8% where we would have talked for five or six or seven minutes and never have mentioned that, oh, by the way, it's throwing off an 8% yield. So yeah, the fund itself has been down, but if you're buying it for current income and hedging purposes, it's done exactly what you wanted it to do. I can't think of a time in the entire history of ETF of the week, which is over a decade, where we would have been, yeah, let's bury the lead of an 8% yield, because for a lot of people, that would be the lead, like almost an 8% yield and diversifies my portfolio. That's about all they would need to hear. Yeah, and Chuck, we have to remember too, the yields do not correlate with the fixed income market. The fact that we may see lower rates down the road or we may see the 5% yield that you're getting in money market funds just 
go away, poof, like that. It doesn't necessarily mean that these yields in this strategy will go away either. So look, the ETF marketplace continues to offer more opportunities, more choices. They do, yes, get a little bit more complicated, but it's worth the work. It's worth going into it and understanding the history here and understanding the makeup of these managers and the fact that some of the smartest managers in the world that used to be solely in the hedge fund space, guess what? Today they're in the ETF world and they're available to you from a relative standpoint very, very inexpensively. And so if you want to look into that space, the DBMF, the IMGP, DBI Managed Future Strategy ETF is the ETF of the week. Tom, great stuff as always. See you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production of Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yeah, I am Chuck Jaffe. And if you like what you hear on this podcast and you want to get a lot more information, well, check out my hour-long weekday show at moneylifeshow.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. To get more information on investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than vetify.com. They've got everything you need to be a smarter, savvier, better-informed investor in ETFs. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Make sure you don't miss an episode by going to your favorite podcast app and following along. And we will be back next week. For Tom Lydon, I'm Chuck Jaffe. Thanks so much for joining us. When we see you again next week, we hope you had good investment results. Thanks for listening.